Hi, I'm Asha Gravi, and you're listening to a coming-of-age movie. What's up, everyone? I'm Kira. And I'm Julia. Welcome or welcome back to a coming-of-age movie. This week, we're super excited to be joined by Asher Garavi. You may know him from his TikTok account that has over 700,000 followers. Asher, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. I'm glad you were able to get on. He had a bit of trouble getting here with time differences. It's, it's rough. It's okay. <laughs> a so whole mess. A whole mess. Uh, <laughs> it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, it was pretty, it was a pretty chill week. I had a bunch of like non-TikTok stuff that I had to do. So I got a bunch of that done, but um, today I'm jumping, today, right after this call, I'm jumping back into TikTok filming. So I was like, okay, getting the non-TikTok stuff done these past couple of days. <laughs> you got to keep, keep the grind going. It's good. Keep the grind. Yeah. <laughs> so when and why did you decide to start your TikTok channel? So I started my TikTok channel in, um, I think it was February of 2020. Um, and basically I had a couple friends who were on it in 2019 and had been trying to convince me to join. And it was around the time I was trying to get an, a manager for acting stuff. And I was in LA and I was like, Hey, it was pre pandemic. And I was like, Hey, you know, all these people are blowing up on TikTok right now. I'm going to jump on it early. So, um, I jumped on it in February and I just started posting every day and the pandemic hit because of that I had a ton of free time. So I was just posting all the time during the pandemic. And um, now I have the following I have now. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people either, there's like two stories, either like, oh, I got it in like 2018 as a joke and then it became real or like, oh, the pandemic. And I just used the pandemic and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone on TikTok, one of those two stories. Yeah. So uh -huh. I definitely wish I had gotten it earlier. Um, Cause a lot of my, like none of my friends who had gotten it earlier blew up but they've had a lot of fun on it before and I felt like when I first joined it I was like man I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of stuff like I missed out on a lot of stuff that was happening before on the platform but but now I've been on it for over a year so it's like yeah so it's good you got to experience a lot of different stuff mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> so how does your content that you make now compare to the content that you first made when you first started yeah, so when I first started, I wasn't really sure what my account was going to be. I did, a, I tried to do like the thing. I think when you're on TikTok, you see a lot of accounts of people like lip syncing sounds with like a caption over it where they're like, and it's kind of like a joke thing. I'm not super funny. So I tried <laughs> to do that for a while and it didn't really work out. And then I think it was in maybe April, um, February, March. Actually, maybe it was even in March, like when the pandemic first actually hit. Um, I basically started doing POVs because I liked what other people were doing, other people's POVs. Um, and I was like, this seems fun. And then um, in April, uh, I decided to do one that was a, a horror one. I was really into like, when I was like a kid, I was really into creepypasta and like internet horror. So I was like, oh, I'll create my own little like internet horror stories. And because of that, one of them blew up really big. And then because of that, that kind of propelled my account. And it was like, I think the thing about like an account growing is it's typically like, oh, you have nothing and then you have a lot and you have a long period with nothing and then another period with a lot. And then it's so it like kind of come goes in like, woo, woo. So um, it was really nice that I kind of got that boost. And then from that, it was like very quickly from 10K to 200K. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah, pretty much the content of the account. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, I was going on your Instagram account and I was looking at like, I think you have like a TikTok highlight and I was just going through yeah. it and I'm like, wow, like every like two weeks you just go up by like 100,000 followers. And I'm like, that's like 
that's like impressive <laughs> like two weeks like a hundred thousand followers yeah it, it, the thing is is it happens like very because the thing is is now it was like because like it was literally like oh i got to 200k in like a couple weeks and then you're at 200k for like months and then it's like oh you get to the thing and then it's like oh months go by um because like for example getting from to 700k was literally so painful like such a slow process but then i literally got 15k in the last two days and i was like okay so it's like one of those things where it just like it's like a whole a roller coaster yeah i feel like there are really very few people who are just consistently growing it's it's literally like 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 you were saying it's like you reach a certain point and then like you plateau and then oh suddenly i have a hundred thousand more followers what oh nope nothing for the next few months and it, it just that's like i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> i know for a, there's a lot of times where i like me and my little i talk to my little brother a lot about it a lot where i'm like ugh, my account's dead my account's dead. No one watches my stuff anymore. And then I'll post something and I'll be like, no, my account's doing great. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, currently your Mark and Friends series is going like constantly is going viral all over TikTok. And so when you uh -huh. started that series, did you think it was going to become this big thing that you would still keep doing like to this day? Um, I thought I, I did know it was going to be a series. Um, I didn't really think there was going to be any overarching story. I kind of thought I'd do like five or six little episodes. And then because they did really well, I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing them for a while. Um, but I really wanted to do, um, I, I'm a huge fan of Group of Vasta, And one of my favorites was like Candle Cove. And like, they had all these like, ooh, lost VHS, creepypasta, lost children shows type creepypastas and I was like I want to make one of those so that's why I went and like I wrote the script and then I went I, I got the puppet and I got Mark and then um it's been really fun I really like some of the episodes some of the episodes I sometimes when I'm putting them out I'm like oh gosh this isn't the best episode <laughs> but like sometimes I'm really proud of them so it's fun and I've, I've loved the reaction has been really nice and I really love um people's art that they do people's fan art or like the cosplays that people do from this of the series is really cool to see so i love getting to see that just a really random question i just thought of like where did you get mark like what was that <laughs> um so he's from amazon mm, <laughs> basically cool. uh the reason why he's green is because my phone camera is weird with certain colors so i originally wanted to get like pink or like a different color but green looks best on camera for me so I was like, okay, if I'm getting a light colored puppet, like a kind of light colored puppet, because all of them were pretty light colored, I have to get one that's green. So it'll look good on camera. So interesting. And that's how Mark yeah. was born. And that's how Mark <laughs> was born. <laughs> and what would you say is your favorite POV series or character that you've done so far? Oh, well, I definitely like, I think Mark and Friends is probably my favorite um, thing I've done. I really like, um, uh, the episode that's the rainy day episode is probably my favorite episode. I think it's episode like four or five. Um, but that's my favorite episode. I also like the friendship episode a lot and the sleep episode. Those are like my three favorite episodes. When I was posting them, I was like, this is amazing. Like I felt really good about them. Um, I really like that series. Um, there's definitely other things I've done on TikTok that I I thought were really fun that were just one-offs. Like there's a lot of like one-off stories that I really liked. I really liked... Um, last december i did a lot of like uh scary christmas stories and i was really proud of my stories then that i came up with um but it's fun because i like rarely ever do series or characters that go on for a while typically i like do my little one-off pov and then i come up with a completely different story so 
Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do the Christmas stories again this year? Yeah, I need to come up with some more. I hope to. <laughs> um, I know it's been a while since I've done a POV that's not Mark and Friends. So I'll need to figure out what, what the vibe is and what I'm going to do. <laughs> and like you were saying earlier, TikTok, it's kind of like a roller coaster with like how like accounts grow and everything. So when you're making a video, like there's certain things you keep in mind that you know get the video like viral, I guess, like a lighting, audio, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, well, if if someone was to come to me and be like, yo, what can I do to like blow up on TikTok? The number one thing I'd say is like get a ring light and have really good lighting. Like you like right now, the lighting's really shadowy in this video. Um, even though I do have my ring light right here. But like <laughs> typically, like you want it to be very bright and bright on you. Um, and I even have two lights. I have one that shines under me too. Um, and then I just try to wear colors that like look really good on camera, like certain colors don't look good on me on camera. So I just really try to like match that. And then sometimes if I have something that like I think is really good, I can kind of tell in my gut that it's going to do well. And then when I post it, I'm like, I can tell this is going to do really well. I've had a few POVs where like I made them and like I explained it to my brother and my brother was like, that's really good. And so it kind of felt like, oh, other people will think it's really good too when I post it. So yeah. And I know like, you know, you can feel like that, like this is a really good story and people are gonna like it, but the TikTok algorithm is like really, they don't care about good content. So <laughs> sometimes like, it's like the weirdest videos that go viral or like the best ones, like nobody even sees. So have you been able to like pick up on like, any patterns of like what most people see? Like, even if it's like, you know, hashtags you use or like what time of day you post, is there anything you've noticed over being on TikTok for a year? Uh, I think for me, I don't, I try not to post after, uh, 9.30 at night, um, because basically, like, people just, people just aren't on really that much after that, and, like, especially for me, because I'm on the, uh, in California, like, East Coast people especially are definitely not up after that. So, I don't know why I am. <laughs> That's when I'm most active on TikTok, you know, after 9.30. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a problem. But, it's it's one of those things where I try not to post too late. I also try not to post too early because I figure like a lot of people who are in school don't get out of school until like 3 p.m. So I try to post sometime in between there. Um, and then I think the thing to think about is like how the TikTok algorithm works is you post and it goes to like your group of followers first, like not even all your followers, just this like core group that watches you all the time. And then you have to make sure that whatever you put out, they're going to like and think is good because if they don't watch it, it's not going anywhere. Like it will, it'll, it'll crash and burn and die. And I've had a <laughs> lot of videos like that where like, um, I thought like, oh, this is a really cool video, but I like forgot to think about like my core audience and if my core audience would like it and then the core audience does not like it and it does not get pushed out at all. So yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's interesting though. Cause then you're like, you have like a specific audience that you're tailoring to and like you're like making content for, but then out of that audience, there's even audience that you have to like, Oh yeah, it's it's like a lot of little circles of audiences because I have got like because that's why pretty much all my stuff is horror and I like that I love horror and I love doing horror stuff, but like I I've reached a point where like I pretty much can't do non horror too because that's what that core audience wants mm -hmm. and then if I kind of go a certain direction with the horror that's when I start reaching out into like bigger categories and getting new followers, um, so yeah. <laughs> So like you were saying, most of your content is generally like in the horror genre, but do you think that TikTok trends, like if something's like like trending and like going crazy all over the For You page, does that affect any of the content you'll create? Like will you like try and work those like um, 
like uh, those parts of those trends into your videos? Um, somewhat. Uh, the thing about my a lot of my videos is is that um, I take so long planning them that usually the trend is gone by the time I post. So like, for example, uh, the Walton files was trending on TikTok for a while, which is like a horror series. And I was like, I want to cosplay from the series. But by the time I like had gotten everything together together to cosplay, it was gone. The trend was gone. Nobody was talking about it anymore. So I don't typically follow trends. However, I do follow sound trends. If there's like a sound that's a minute long, that's just instrumental. Like I just did like a, um, I just did the dress the aesthetic challenge, but made four characters with it. And the audio I used in the background is an audio that is doing really well right now. Like people are listening to all the time. And I was like, oh, it's an hour long and it's kind of spooky. So I can put this in the background of my video and people will like it. That's with this theme, but it's also kind of the trend. Yeah. Uh, like that's so annoying like how fast trends die like the second i see something like twice on my favorite page i'm like we have to make this like and get it out right now because if we don't like i have to get dressed and do get ready right now because if i don't post it tonight it's too late oh yeah it's like that one the the doja cat song where like you like went back and there's a tv behind you yes. you probably saw that though. yeah i was like i want to do this trend but i have to find a way to make it horror but i'll do it and then it was like five days gone is gone like so I think like, especially today, I was like, wow, nobody's doing that trend anymore. It's completely so, I don't know. Or like right now it's kind of like the Taylor Swift trend, the wildest dreams See, trend. And then, yeah. yeah, and it kind of got revised because Taylor Swift like posted her version of the song. And so now mm -hmm. people are doing it again. But right before that, I was like, this trend is dead. Like this is that, like yeah. Taylor revitalized it. But before, if she hadn't, it would have been gone. Yeah, it's really like, like, it's like thinking about it makes me like out of breath, like just trying to like, come on, like, can I just, like, can I have I a second? Know. It's really stressful. Yeah. Anyway, you also have a YouTube channel and you currently post some of your like TikTok compilations up on there. Do you plan on making any videos specifically uh, for YouTube? Uh, I don't know. Um, I haven't posted on that YouTube channel in a really long time. Basically, my little brother was trying to convince me to post on that YouTube channel for a while. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll put together some TikTok compilations and then just throw them up there for like people to see if they want to see compilations. But then also on TikTok, they just got the playlist feature. So because of that, the compilations like aren't super necessary because now you can just click on the playlist and watch all the all the like stories in order. So, so useful. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I love that feature. So I would love to make videos for TikTok for YouTube. I just, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. And I don't have the time right now but i would love to very soon so hopefully i will that's a goal do you have any ideas of what kind of content you'd like to make for youtube make some short films with friends that are actually short film stuff but the problem is it takes so long like all this stuff takes so such a long time that it's so hard to like put it together and like i've been having such a hard time keeping up with my tiktoks and my auditions for my acting stuff like just keeping up with that has been so much that it's like uh, so hopefully I'll have more time to actually get to think and figure out what the YouTube channel will be. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, are you, I'm assuming the answer is possibly in the future for now, but are you thinking of possibly going on any other platforms besides TikTok and YouTube? Uh, I don't really know what other platforms there are. I mean, uh, I'm pretty, pretty on like getting on new social platforms. Um, uh, I don't, I don't even know where else I'd post, 
for a while when TikTok was being shut down, I was like, okay, I guess I'll get a uh, bite, right? That was it, bite that was the other app. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, okay, I can move over to there. Um, so I I literally don't know what it's I I don't know what other whatever platform comes out, I'll be on it. But I mean I, yeah. I gotta say, like I know Julia just wants to talk about Twitch. <laughs> oh, Twitch! Okay. I was leading yeah. to that, yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, I have no idea what I do on Twitch. I love, I like watching other people on Twitch. I'm a really huge, I'm like really into watching Sims creators. So I watch people. Love that game so Sims. much. Oh my god. Yeah, I watch people play the Sims on Twitch. Um, I'm a really huge little Simsy fan. So I watch her do stuff on the on Twitch. But I, I've never thought about doing Twitch myself because I don't know what I do on it. Um, but my little brother, he's he's been bring, he's brought it up to me a couple times though too about like, <laughs> oh, you could play a horror game on Twitch. People would watch that. So I think your brother should just be your manager. Like I know, he's I'll, like I'll set up, up, set up a Twitch, set up yeah. <laughs> the Twitch. <laughs> oh, do you guys Twitch? Julia loves Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun i'm you know how like minecraft is like a big thing right now i'm yeah yeah so yeah um it's fun though i like it i'm more like i like watching people play more than i like playing it but like i don't know it's so fun because like um okay really quick tangent but my favorite band lovely the band right their drummer yeah. has them he's on twitch and he averages like 20 views like per like stream so like whenever i go on there like i just have like a full-on conversation with him like i've like played Aww. minecraft with him before like live like it's like the coolest thing because it's like such like a like a personalized experience and stuff and it's so weird because i'm seeing them in the concert next week so it's like we like see him on stage and i'm like i, I was like hanging out with you last week playing minecraft this is like this is Aww. really weird because <laughs> so twitch after, like, like yeah, with Twitch, oh, like was... only like the biggest fans will go on your Twitch, kind of, you know. So like you have like yeah. kind of like the most personal conversations. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So like maybe if you meet see him after the show, you'll be like, "Hey, I played Minecraft with you on Twitch." Ah, <laughs> uh, that is was... cool. Yeah. The other thing I'm nervous about, I'm always nervous about Twitch, is like I don't go live on TikTok ever, <laughs> um, because people don't really watch my lives when I go live, and then I get really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm always like, oh, Twitch is like a step up. And like, I yeah, I literally haven't gone live since I had like 300K. Um, and last time I went live, some of my followers bullied me on my live. And after that, I was like, okay, we're taking a break. Not, no more live for a second there. Well, just know that they, that is not the core audience that you're supposed to be streaming to. That is not, that that's, isn't that's right. not the Twitch audience. Right. <laughs> oh. And anyway, um, you know, you're on TikTok and all that but you also just act in general so when did you first start acting uh i started doing professional stuff when i was 16 i did theater um so i started doing professional theater when i was 16 and then i went to an acting conservatory and then um and i i i, I was a year ahead um i skipped uh seventh grade so i was a year ahead in my school so i got into an acting conservatory when i was 16 um and i went and i did that for two years and then i had been doing theater up until the pandemic and I had kind of started to want to transition to TV and film and then when the pandemic hit I was like okay I'll use this as my moment to like transition to TV and film and then um this February uh I got a manager and so I started going on TV and film auditions so now I'm just auditioning uh I audition a lot and um I occasionally yeah I occasionally get to book stuff and go in and do do the thing so it's pretty fun 
Yeah, I feel like TikTok and like the pandemic and like all social media, like I think I forgot who we were talking to the other day, but one of uh, somebody else we interviewed, they were saying how like social media, like that's how like people get noticed these days. Like with TikTok, it's like, oh, if you blow up on TikTok, then you like, you can book a gig like like that. Like it's like you like, you have like a platform already, you know? Oh yeah, like, yeah it's, yeah, what were you saying? Sorry. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Like it used to be like, it was just about, you know, uh, like getting recognized kind of on in the mall or whatever. But now it's like, they want to see that you already have a following like on your own. I think it was uh, Bo Mitchell. Yes, Julia possibly <laughs> sorry <laughs> i think whatever but but um but yeah like, like they want to say that you've already made a following for yourself like so i feel like um like tiktok and the pandemic and all that it's been you know really awful for like actors because obviously you can't go to set but also it's helpful yeah. because like zoom you can do so much over zoom now like they're filming things oh, yeah. like, like the amount of things that they filmed like um like a lot of like audio things just over zoom it's pretty cool mm -hmm. no it's awesome and you hear about like how they recorded luca and they just recorded that remotely and so many like remote projects happening. And then, yeah, I mean, I think my following has really helped me. I think that's part of the reason my manager brought me almost because I had a following. And then also um, I have been able to like, uh, I wasn't able to do this before because people would be like, what are you doing? But I can now like slide into casting directors DM sometimes and be like, hey, I audition, I submit for your project. Um, just send in my cell tape. I really like your project. Like I can do stuff like that without them getting super mad and they used to be like what are you doing this is terrible like, they, they really Did, would they like would they like respond and be like what are you doing they wouldn't be upset there was one there was one time recently where like and the guy wasn't even upset about it where the guy was like the guy was like yeah you know usually i'm really upset when like people dm me on instagram but with you all make an exception no, i was like that's was so like, awkward okay. though it's fine i mean it's awkward i'm jamming them on instagram i mean <laughs> True, so it's it's literally fine they can like yeah they're they're just trying to do their jobs i know i feel like and i would delete my instagram account i'd be like nope we're done <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know i i try to respond to my dms sometimes too just because of stuff like that i'm always like oh, sometimes it's good to respond to dms so i go through mine on instagram quite a bit <laughs> you got to be careful with dms on instagram though like you'll get like the weirdest kind of stuff in there like even like, even, like we get really weird dms mm -hmm. like on our podcast instagram oh my gosh i don't know yeah it's, it's entertaining stuff. though i'll, I'll give that because <laughs> especially like like talking to you know like actors and tiktokers we get a lot of hey can you connect us to this person like can you tell this person that i want to be their friend that i love them that i want to marry them i'm like no i can't no <laughs> yeah but it's so funny because we have like the same accounts that just like send the same thing every like month or something it's like do you like send like a timer and you just like every like week you come back it's it's entertaining wow yeah that's that is very weird i've had a couple people send me very weird uh, on the like question section on tiktok i do not visit that section of my tiktok <laughs> like the quite where they ask you questions i do not visit it um because i used to get a lot of really weird questions so <laughs> i <laughs> I that that part of TikTok I don't really vibe with. Um, my DMs are pretty tame. I mean, if they're not tame, I just won't look at them. I'll be like, okay, that one's a weird one. I'm just moving on. Move. Yeah, moving <laughs> on. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So going back to acting, um, yeah. when did it become a passion of yours that you knew you wanted to pursue? Um, I really wanted to start acting when I was like nine. I started doing uh theater stuff like i did a summer camp theater thing and i was like i'm gonna do this um and it was actually when i was nine uh me and my mom we were like hey you should go to um there is a conservatory up in i i grew i kind of grew up in um 
Central Coast area, and there's a conservatory there, an acting, a two-year acting conservatory. And my mom was like, you should go there. Let's plant the seeds now. So when I was like 13, I like met with the cast director and I was like, hey, in, in three years, I'm gonna be auditioning here, just letting you know. Like I like planted all these seeds so that when I did audition, he was like, oh, Asher, hi, you're finally here auditioning now after all these years of me trying to like push it in. And I, I really have a lot of fun for it, fun, fun with it. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty positive about it recently. So yeah. That's great. <laughs> Do you have any uh, other actors or actresses that you looked up to when you were younger or that you look up to now? Um, so I'm a huge fan of like, when I talk about like with people about like what I'd like my career to look like, I'm a huge fan of like Reese Witherspoon produces a lot of the projects she acts in. And I would love to get to like work on like a project that I help with the script. Like I help write, produce and get to do some acting in like, that's, I think the dream is getting to like create a story and create art and be on all sides of it. I'm a really huge fan of that. And then there's a lot of other actors I just like. I, lo I love Jodie Foster. I'm a huge fan of, or like, I really like Evan Rachel Wood. And um, there's a there's a lot of actors. I like a lot of people. So yeah. <laughs> so um, I know that you also you're really into horror stuff. Do you see, do you have any like favorite horror movies that you kind of like take inspiration from sometimes, or that you just like you just really love and it's like your like favorite horror movie to watch? I there's a lot of horror movies I like. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, last year I watched Midsummer when it was trending on TikTok. And that's like a go-to horror movie of mine now. I love that I've heard one. so many mixed things about that. I've heard people say that it's like amazing. The one of my friends who I always watch horror yeah. movies with, she was like, it was not it. She, she like, she hated it. And I was like, wow. But I've heard that everybody else loves it. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I do say, think that it's like, so I can understand why someone would, I think it's like a particular taste type thing, mm -hmm. but I think it's incredible. And I think Ari Aster is like the most amazing director ever. So um I think I think it's really good I recommend it you should watch it like it's a really really <laughs> good horror movie and I think it just it did horror in a different way I think a lot of horror is very like um like it's very dark and shadowy and even when I do a lot of horror TikToks I they're very dark and shadowy and like edgy and how Ari Aster did it is his horror is like very bright Midsummer is very bright and white and it's like always daylight and that's what kind of makes it so scary and different and awesome so I'm, I'm not gonna lie I keep seeing it on TikTok and I didn't know it was a horror movie until just now so yeah, yeah. it's because it, it's that and it's so to me I it was it horrified me oh. um it, but it's because it's it, it's it's just amazing but I think like and also Florence Pugh is incredible in it. Oh, I love her um, <laughs> everything about that movie yes she's incredible everything about that movie though is really good and yeah no it's it's it, it is a straight up horror movie it is horrifying I'm really particular with my horror movies like because I just I don't like good gore and like oh my god it's a monster oh my god ghosts yeah. like it needs to be like I, it needs to be there need to be layers so I'm, I'm always like mm, maybe yeah. I'll watch it but I think I'm going to watch that one. <laughs> you definitely should. I think it's definitely like an award. When we talk about like award winning horror, like Get Out is one of those movies that like- I need to watch that. I love that movie. No, those are my top two right now. I need to watch, I, I keep telling myself I have to watch yeah. Get Out and I'm going to watch Midsummer. And yeah. yeah. Get Out is incredible. It's it's really, really an amazing movie and like has a ton of just layer. Like that's the thing about- It's so layered. It's Don't tell me anything. Yeah. I have to go watch it like tonight. Yeah. <laughs> have oh you seen gosh. This Is Us? You mean no, us? I haven't. Oh, is that it? Oh, us. yeah. Us. This is us. Is not. I have <laughs> not seen us yet. I had a friend who, like, for a while, he was like, "You have to watch it with me," and um, and then we haven't watched it together yet. So I'm probably just gonna watch it myself and just not care <laughs> and watch it myself 
pretty soon because I really want to. Um, and then I try to see new horror movies when they're out in theaters because I'm always like, oh, jump on it. So yeah. <laughs> so do you have any goals or future plans that you can share with us? Um, I don't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping to book some TV stuff this next pilot season because pilot season's coming around in January and I've been prepping. I got new headshots. I'm like recutting my reel and I'm just like getting ready. I was like, if I managed to break a mill in the next like four months, that'd be really great. And then I'll have that to be like, hey, a little bit more <laughs> of a picture. And then I did, I managed to go in for a lot of series regulars last um, pilot season. So I'm hoping that's the case this season and I can be like going in there and there's a lot of shows I really just kill to be on. So that's what sort of what I'm those? working on. What are some of your dream um, shows? I, okay, I am obsessed with the Gossip Girl reboot right now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are watching it, but I love the original and I really like the reboot. And I think there's a lot of uh, room for characters I could play in that. Um, and then there's a few other shows I, I would really love to co-star on. Um, I, th I think American Horror Story is amazing. I really like a lot of Ryan Murphy stuff. Um, so that's one that I, I would love to be a part of. But I think, I think there's a lot of really, really cool stuff. And obviously a lot of projects are in development and are gonna be made that like are gonna be incredible. So we're like in a golden age of television. So it's like so exciting seeing stuff here. And like even um, I went in for Love, Victor, like last year and then seeing it come out I was like wow this is so amazing I get to see like it actually like formulate into the actual thing and like be out there and get to actually watch it it's really really cool yeah that's pretty cool a crazy world <laughs> yeah and um if you weren't acting what do you think that you would be doing I don't know I kind of I'm, I'm like really into skincare right now maybe I try to do dermatology or something like because <laughs> I'm really into skincare so Interesting. yeah it's just been like I get the little like I, I I like get something I'm a little bit obsessed with and I'm that I'm really obsessed with it and then I like so right now no me too though stuff. mine's yeah. like really bad like I saw quiet I saw a quiet place and I became obsessed oh, with sign yeah. language and then I was like maybe I'll be an interpreter when I grow <laughs> yeah like, oh, oh yeah fine I had my criminal minds phase and I like Oh, I got yeah. an FBI jacket. I was like, I'm going to go be an FBI agent right now. And I was yes. like, I'm going to go to college in DC so I can get a really good job. I'm going to work my way up. And I like my whole career plan. And I'm like, uh huh. Uh, yeah, that happens. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Asher, thanks so much for coming on. I had such a great time meeting you. We both had a great mm -hmm. time. Thank you. I had a great time. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This was so awesome. <laughs> of course. And if anyone listening wants to follow you on social media, where can they do that? Uh, they, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok, or YouTube at just at Asher Garabi. Just my name. So I'm on all those. So yeah. Easy enough. <laughs> and Easy if you enough. listening at home and enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow us on our Instagram and TikTok, where we are at ACOAM.podcast, and our Twitter, where we are at ACOAM underscore podcast. Follow us there to keep up with us and hear about more awesome guests like Asher. And thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week on a coming-of-age movie.